This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Radio that makes you think. This is the Brian Kilmeade Show. There's no uh, intelligence that points to this being naturally occurring. There's no intermediary host. Um, you know, all of our signals intelligence, all of our human intelligence, none of it points to um, that this was some naturally occurring, you know, virus. And so, you know, unfortunately, many of us in the intelligence community that were there at the time really felt like the Wuhan Institute of Virology was more than just a probability. It was always close to a certainty. And I still feel that way, having seen all of the intelligence. And if, you know, uh, I would hope that the Biden administration would move to declassify some of the intelligence that I think uh, will would establish that point. And then why put together a report that you say that the Biden administration sponsored, not interview key people if you wanted to find out the origin of the virus? That's part of the reason that we love talking to Josh Rogan, who uh, looked at the, the the lab leak theory right away and wrote about it in Chaos Under Heaven, Trump, Xi, and the battle for the 21st century. Josh, welcome back. Are you surprised an inconclusive uh, conclusion from the Biden study? Hey, Brian, thanks for having me back. Actually, I'm not surprised at all because it seemed clear from me from the get go that the Biden administration was trying to do the bare minimum to say that they had investigated uh, both uh, possible scenarios for the origin of the coronavirus without actually doing everything they could to actually make that investigation have a high likelihood of success. And what I mean by that is that First of all, they gave it to the intelligence community, uh, which missed it the first time, which refused to investigate the lab leak for 18 months, which didn't even check its own files. They had all these files in the Wuhan Institute of Virology. didn't even look at them for 18 months. Then they gave them a 90-day deadline. Uh, and, of course, they came back and they're like, oh, well, you know, uh, we couldn't figure it out in the 90 days. Uh, but my question is, first of all, why didn't they look at their own files for the first 18 months? Second of all, why set race towards a deadline? It doesn't really matter Four million people died. There's no statute of limitations on four million deaths. It takes as long as it takes. And third of all, it's pretty clear that they don't have the expertise to figure this out. It's not really an intel problem. You know, have you ever heard of that uh, uh, story about the drunk who searches for his keys under the streetlight? Right. And the, the policeman asked him, hey, why'd you look at did you lose your keys under the streetlight? He's like, no, but the light's better over here. That's what the Biden administration did. They looked for the answer in the one place they knew they weren't going to find it. Of course, they didn't find it. And if they were going to be sincere in their effort, who are some of the people they could talk to that they'd have access to? Well, I would start with the Robert Redfield, the former head of the CDC, who saw all the intelligence, who, uh, you know, is a trained virologist who said on national television that he thought the lab was uh, the source of the outbreak due to the way the virus looks and acts and works and his expertise. And uh, then he disappeared. He went into the federal witness protection program. You haven't seen him. You haven't heard from him. No hearings to hear his testimony. He wasn't even interviewed, by the way. I happen to know for a fact that uh, the Intel review didn't – they never called Robert Redfield. They didn't call Matt Ponger. They didn't call any of the people who had the files on this in the last administration. Why not? You know, it's not an investigation. They were just uh, looking at their own stuff and not even understanding what they had. And, uh, you know, then I would sort of – go to the next level, which is sort of, okay, how do we 
get at the Wuhan Institute of Virology files without the cooperation of the Chinese government, because what you see in all the authorized leaks uh, last night, and that's what you saw, this is like, oh, we won't give you the report, but we'll tell you we didn't find anything, and then four days later, when everyone has got that sort of in their head, then we'll release the report. This is like a standard sort of Obama-Biden kind of tactic, right, to try to leak the frame and then not give you any of the information. But anyway, you know, what they're going to say next is, oh, well, without Chinese government cooperation, I guess we'll never figure it out. Well, I say no. You know, we have to use our power and influence as a superpower, uh, trying to represent the world and four million people who have died, to pressure the Chinese government to open up the labs and to open up the files. And then we also have to look at our own labs, the NIH and the NIAID. We've talked about this a bunch of times, Brian, but it yep. bears repeating. It does. We have a bunch of information in our own files about these Wuhan labs. It wasn't part of the review. Why not? How can you call that a serious review? You can't. Plus, uh, we have this thing called variants that are plaguing us, pun intended. Uh, we see the Delta variant. We don't know what's out and what next is coming down the pike that uh, seem to be, to a degree, uh, breakthrough. Our vaccines give us mild symptoms, but they still break through. Maybe if we understood the true origins, it would help us with the variants. Not being a virologist, I'll, you know, I could stand corrected on that. But if no, you know right. how it started, maybe we could stop it. Right. If we the if this is not just about the origins, this is about the Chinese Communist Party's broad cover up of the first what happened at the beginning of this pandemic, which may now we know may have dated back to September or October of 2019, not even December. And if you just think about that, oh, well, they're hiding the data. They all they jailed the journalists. They censored all the science. And all of that scientific information could potentially be relevant to dealing with the crisis that we're in now. In other words, the Chinese Communist Party cover up is exacerbating the suffering of billions of people and causing death right now. And that's not even to talk of the next pandemic, because if we don't figure out how this one started, we don't know how to prevent the next one. And it's not a coincidence that all the scientists and public health officials like Francis Collins at the NIH and Anthony Fauci at the NIAID and Peter Daszak, the head of the Equal Health Alliance, are constantly telling us not to look at the labs uh, because what they want is to double, quadruple, sextuple the amount of money that we spend on doing risky virus research in labs all over the world, including in China. And all I say is, isn't that a crazy thing to do before we even investigate, before we even, not that we know that the labs did it, but that shouldn't we check it out? And why are you telling us not to check it out? And why are all these scientists, you know, discouraging, asking the question for the most, what seems to be a very plausible scenario that the back coronavirus pandemic uh, might be related to the bat coronavirus lab that had the bad safety standards uh, right next door. What changed at the WHO? Why do they sound like you now? I mean, they're distrustful of the Chinese. They're distrustful of the Chinese. They, they, they were critical of their own investigation. They want to get back in there. I'm thinking to myself, what changed? Yeah, well, you just said it yourself. They want to get back in there. So they realized that the first WHO study report which was the only American on the study team was Peter Daszak, the most conflicted person in this story because he's the closest to the Wuhan labs and has been telling us for a year and a half not to look at the labs. Why is he doing that, by the way? And the WHO trusted these people, and they got took, and now they realized it. And now they want another bite at the apple. They want another crack at it. I see you know, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over again, expecting a different result. Also, Beijing told the WHO to go pound sand, and they're not going to allow them to do the second part of the investigation. But yeah, if you're Dr. Tedros, you've got to change your tune a little bit to acknowledge 
the fact that the lab leak theory is not a conspiracy theory. And, you know, that's just a, 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 a an attempt to, for him to save the credibility of his own organization and his own credibility. I don't think it's going to work, to be honest with you. And uh, you see a lot of this sort of repositioning of people who are like, oh, you're a racist conspiracy theorist if you mention the Wuhan lab that's next to the outbreak and now they're saying oh well you know they've repositioned they've retrenched to well i don't know sure it's possible but probably not and you know we, we shouldn't waste our all our time looking at it because we're going to anger the chinese government or some such nonsense that's where they've retrenched in light of the obvious realization that it can't be a conspiracy theory because joe biden doesn't think it's a conspiracy theory and he's definitely not in on the conspiracy and even inside the intelligence community with what low confidence they do have some of them prefer the theory that you know the bat coronavirus lab was linked to the bat coronavirus outbreak which again sort of makes all the sense of the world and also reflects the growing pile of circumstantial evidence that keeps coming in while not one more piece of evidence has come in to support the market or whatever you know what i mean we haven't found any pangolins right <laughs> since we last talked unless i missed an email ah. no no raccoon dogs or palm civets or minks that were the source of the coronavirus were, were discovered in those weeks, right? Yet we still get more and more information about the lab hid the data, the lab had, was lying about what it was doing. And, you know, I just, I, I don't think this is going away. I think the Biden team wants it to go away, but it's not going to go away because right. 650,000 Americans died. And we're going to need to figure that out one way or the other. And I would, the and Chinese I would... government likes it or not. Josh Rogan, by the way, is our guest. He's author of Chaos Under Heaven. Josh, I think they should have called you if they were serious on an investigation. If nothing else, on background, hey, Josh, I read your book. Could some of your sources are, uh, have me curious? I think you could help us get to a result. Can you help me here? Or uh, what do you think about some of the conclusions I'm getting? I would, you, I'm sure you would help out a government study, wouldn't you? Listen, I talk to Biden administration officials about this all the time, but you it's do. not them calling me to be like, Josh, can you help us? It's me calling them to be like, hey, you, what are you doing? Why aren't you doing <laughs> this? How can you do this? And, and what I get back from them is like, what are you talking about? It's so difficult. What are you talking about? We're never going to figure it out. What are you talking about? That Beijing is going to get angry. And, uh, you know, I'm a opinion columnist, so I don't, you know, I can just tell you what I think. What I think is that those are all cop-outs. They're all measly-mouthed excuses for not doing the only thing that makes sense, which is uh, in our vital national security and public health interest, which is doing everything we can to uncover the truth, whichever way it breaks. It doesn't matter. It's not political. It doesn't even matter if you're a Republican or a Democrat or if you like right. Trump or if you don't like Trump or even if you're pro-China or anti-CCP. The source of the pandemic is the most important question. It's not a scientific question. It's a forensic question. We need a real investigation, and we still haven't had it. We're 18 months into this mess, no end in right. sight, and there's no plan for it. The WHO is not going to do it. The United States government is the only organization in the world, Brian, that's powerful enough to stand up the Chinese Communist Party if only they would decide to do so. Uh, I want you to hear, now, Josh, with all the great work you uh, did and, and Jamie Metzl has come out and spoken, the person who moved this story forward and embarrass the administration the most. Well, what happened on Stephen Colbert's show? There's, there's a chance that this was created in a lab. There's an investigation. A chance? Well, but I, so, I, 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 oh I, my if God. there's evidence, I'd love to hear it. There's I don't a know. novel respiratory coronavirus overtaking Wuhan, China. What do we do? Oh, you know who we could ask? The Wuhan novel respiratory coronavirus lab. The disease is the same name as the lab. How did this happen? And they're like, mm, a pangolin kissed a turtle. Mm. 
So that anarchy on Colbert's show, which made him so uncomfortable, and his mentor, John Stewart, decides to hop back on and promote something, what did that do for the dialogue in this country? Well, I think, you know, for people who weren't involved in the politics of 2020, uh, they didn't get caught up in this false narrative that was pushed by these conflicted scientists, like including you. Anthony Fauci, uh, who said to everyone in America, dare, you dare not talk about the lab leak theory, that's racist, that's a conspiracy theory. If you weren't there for that, then, and you come to this issue in 2021, millions of people actually, people I talk to all the time say, oh yeah, no, it makes perfect sense that we should check out the labs. Why wouldn't you check out the labs? It's kind of crazy not to check out the labs. But in that time and space last year, uh, uh, the American public and the media, mainstream media, frankly, was sold a bill of goods by these scientists. And uh, that had a huge, horrible negative effect uh, because it made a lot of uh, people sort of uh, uh, put their reasonable Occam's razor suspicions away for fear of being called names or canceled or worse. And now we're trying to untangle all of that. And it's almost impossible. So, you know, if you think about like the Biden administration, they weren't there either. They they probably don't care which theory is true. They just have no incentive for figuring it out because if the lab leak theory does turn out to be true, uh, that throws all their progressive left right. uh, members under the bus for calling it racist all these months, which was never true, right? It's a, it, But that's the situation they're in. So that's why they're doing the bare minimum. The intelligence community, if the lab leak theory turns out to be true, this is really important, that means they missed it. That means they failed. That's a bigger scandal in intelligence than 9-11 and WMD. Put together, that's why they can't. They're not. They don't have an incentive to figure out how they missed the biggest pandemic. And the, by the way, if the lab leak theory is true, the reason they missed it is because they don't. They weren't looking at this network of dangerous labs because we're pointing eighty billion dollars worth of right. intel stuff at the jihadis and not the Chinese scientists who are building the viruses that they're making into weapons pointed at us. So maybe that's something else we should think about moving forward. Hey, Josh. One more, one last question. I want to get you on uh, what's happening in Afghanistan. Do you believe that China is right now getting slammed by another wave? We, they, they want us to believe they only had 4,000 deaths. What is their situation? You know, all of the Chinese uh, reporting, the numbers reporting on the COVID cases has been false. They've been lying the whole time. There's no reason to think they stopped lying now. And my sources tell me that actually the, uh, the Delta variant is spreading rapidly, which makes all the sense in the world because their uh, vaccines are crap, right? But that, that all that tells me is that, okay, well, if they're lying about that, then how are we going to send our athletes, the world's athletes, thousands of athletes, into Beijing, into a situation we can't possibly know, uh, dangerous situation, COVID situation that the Chinese will never be honest about because they're not honest about any of this. And the example is the Wuhan military games. In October 2019, 9,000 athletes went there to Wuhan. Dozens mm. came back with COVID-like symptoms, and the Chinese denied the whole thing. So uh, add that to the reasons that we should probably move those Olympics or delay those Olympics, including the genocide, including the fact that China's committing a genocide and we're going to go there and pretend everything's hunky-dory. Also, we're subjecting all of our athletes and all of our uh, teams, all of the country's teams, uh, to a risk we can't possibly calculate because the Chinese Communist Party uh, are liars. Josh, I've never seen a bigger catastrophe in foreign policy than I'm witnessing now in Afghanistan. Yeah, uh, and, the, and the decision not to extend that deadline. And look at some of your tweets. Only 50 of the 1,200 students at American University of Afghanistan got out. The rest, half of them women are in hiding. The Taliban have killed these students before. Now we're leaving them there. It's disgraceful. Why are we leaving on the 31st? Why are we not showing some muscle? Why doesn't our exit matter to President Biden? Yeah, it's really uh, sinister for people to sort of point at the bungled handling of the straw and accuse critics of that handling of being like 
Warhawks or wanting to extend the Forever Wars or some other such nonsense. I get why people want to get it out of Afghanistan, but that's not really the debate right now. It's why are we doing it, as you said, on this particular date, which has no significance at all. And that's a political decision, okay? The Biden administration is making a bet that, you know, it's more important that they get out by an arbitrary date that they set for no reason at all uh, than saving the lives of thousands of Americans and thousands of Afghans who risk their lives based on our promise of safety that we're now breaking. And that's a cold, cold political calculation, because if you think about it, what they're betting on is that Americans won't care. And I'm hearing not just from D.C. establishment, you know, blob people, but from lots and lots and lots of people that they're horrified that the United States would uh, do this would for seemingly. Yeah. I mean, I get that there's a terrorism threat and all of that, but we're the United States of America. We should go get our Thank people you. and bring them home. Full stop. Josh Rogan, pick up his book, Chaos Under Heaven, uh, Trump, Xi, and the Battle for the 21st Century. Thanks, Josh. Always great. From the Fox News Podcasts Network. I'm Janice Dean, Fox News Senior Meteorologist. Be sure to subscribe to the Janice Dean Podcast at foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And don't forget to spread the sunshine. Listen to the show ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.